Welcome to the Poem of the Week. Each week, our poems are intended to help you practice the best, most current medicine by alerting you to studies that could change your practice. As usual, our host this week is National Public Radio's Dr. Michael Wilkes and Essential Evidence Senior Editor, Dr. Mark Abel. Gentlemen. Thanks, Maggie. How are you, Mark? I'm good. Good to see you, Mike. Yeah, nice to see you too. Uh, you found a poem this week published in the New England Journal of Medicine. I'll give the citation in a minute, but it looks at thromboprophylaxis. We know that following most orthopedic surgery, there's a risk of venothromboembolism, whether that's a, a DVT, a pulmonary embolism, et cetera. The risk is considered high for those who are undergoing some sort of major lower extremity orthopedic surgery. Uh, the, the risk of VTE is much lower in those undergoing non-major orthopedic surgery, estimated to be a, a little less than 2% risk of VTE in the first three months for non-major surgery. I think the research has shown that the early mobilization, getting patients up much sooner, has been a significant driver of reducing these post-operative uh, VTE risks. The opposite side of that same coin is that VTE uh, treatment needs to be balanced against the risk of bleeding from some sort of anticoagulation therapy. Learned groups seem to estimate that the baseline risk of bleeding in non-traumatic orthopedic surgery is also very low, estimated to be a, a bit less than 2%. So for patients who do undergo surgical repair at high risk for VTE, evidence suggests that uh, some sort of thromboprophylaxis rather than no prophylaxis is beneficial. But that brings us to your poem, which is, my goodness, what drug do we use? You found this poem. It was published in the New England Journal of Medicine, uh, 2023, starts on page 203. It attempts to answer the clinical question, is twice-daily low-dose aspirin non-inferior to a low molecular weight heparin for thromboprophylaxis after an extremity acetabular or pelvic fracture. You'll have to explain to us uh, at the right time what they mean by non-inferior, but I think that's an important concept. Yeah, we're seeing a lot more of those trials. And this is a double acronym trial. The group doing it is the Major Extremity Trauma Research Consortium, or METRIC. And the, clot, the study itself was called the Prevent Clot Trial. So yeah, this was a large pragmatic trial. And that's another buzzword that you hear sometimes. And that basically means they tried to do it in a practical way, in a low impact way. And in this case, it was unblinded for the patients and physicians, but the outcomes were assessed in a blinded way. So they had over 12,000 adults, as you said, with an extremity fracture treated operatively, uh, or they could have a pelvic or acetabular fracture treated with or without surgery. They were randomized to get aspirin, 81 milligrams twice a day, or anoxaparin, which is a low molecular weight heparin, 30 milligrams twice a day. Um, they got the assigned medication during their hospital stay, and then they followed whatever the hospital's post-discharge <clears throat> thromboprophylaxis protocol was after they left the hospital. Anyone <clears throat> taking an anticoagulant on admission or with a history of VTE in the past few months was excluded. So at baseline, the average age was about 45 years. Most were men, 20% were black. Most common site of injury was lower extremity. Uh, about two thirds had only a lower extremity fracture. And the primary outcome of 90-day all-cause mortality happened in really almost exactly the same number in each group, 0.78% in aspirin and 0.73% in anoxaparin. So as you said, there's a non-inferiority trial and in a non-inferiority trial, they basically say, 
<clears throat> excuse me, how much worse does our new drug have to be or the, than the comparator before we say it's worse? And in this case, I think they said a um, 2% non-inferiority margin. And so it was well within that margin. And so they said it's non-inferior. There was no difference in the likelihood of any PE, which was 1.5% in each group. There were a few more DVTs in the aspirin group, 2.5% versus 1.7%. So a number needed a harm of 125. But most of the extra clots were distal clots, which are clinically uh, a lot less important. There was also no difference in the rate of bleeding complications, infections, wound complications. So bottom line, aspirin is non-inferior to anoxaparin for thromboprophylaxis after inpatient treatment of a fracture. It's certainly a lot cheaper. It's more convenient to give. Uh, it's preferred by patients over getting a shot twice a day. And the challenge is going to be convincing orthopedic surgeons that in this case, doing less is actually more. Interesting, Mark. So um, I don't want to get into the weeds here with methodology, but you've got these two uh, acronyms coming together. It's an important concept, a common surgery, a big sample size. Well, why not do a study to show that, that one drug is better than the other? Why does one have to be uh, not worse? Yeah, in this case, you see these non-inferiority trials when um, you have a, a drug that's considered standard of care and your and your new what you're comparing it to is something that's cheaper or easier to give, and you don't you would you know maybe and, and also you probably don't believe it's going to be a lot more effective, but you just think the advantages are not in effectiveness, they're in cost and convenience. And in this case, the goal was to show it's just as good, but cheaper and more convenient. Got it. It really isn't about uh, something better. It's something that has uh, other benefits other than actual efficacy. That's right. Thanks, Mark. We'll talk with you again in a week. Looking forward to it. Well, that's this week's poem. Thanks for listening. If you'd like to read this and other recent poems, please go to www.essentialevidence.com. And please join us again next week for another medical poem. 